Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. I want you to go to Romans chapter 8 today. Romans chapter 8. I'm going uh, to preach a, a message today. I know, I know, I know, I know. This is a word from God for this house and for the body of Christ. And uh, we're going we're gonna to yield ourselves unto the Lord to receive from Him uh, exactly what He wants to do today. Romans chapter 8. We're going to begin reading in verse 26 today. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know all things. Everybody shout all things. All things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to His purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, moreover whom he predestined, these he also called. Everybody shout, I am called. Whom he called, these also he justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? <laughs> Hallelujah. And he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Glory be to God. Now who shall bring a charge against God's elect? For it is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Now, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? It is written for your sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who has loved us. For I am persuaded that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I need somebody to shout amen before I pray today. Now I'm going to preach a message today called Advancing to Victory. Advancing to Victory. Now let's ask for the Lord's help. Father, in the name of Jesus, I humble myself in your presence and before the sight of all the people here and all the people watching today. Lord, I admit that I'm nothing without you, but with you all things are possible if I believe and I do, God. So today I'm asking that your glory would rest on this house in a greater way. I'm asking today, Father, that all defeat, all discouragement, all depression, 
Father, all that the enemy has lied to your people about will be broken by the preaching of the word and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Now, Father, today open the heavens. Pour out your spirit on us today. Move in a mighty way, God. And look upon my availability and not my ability today. And let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Spirit of the living God, come. And as I prophesy and preach today, breathe life to every dead soldier. Cause the dry bones to live in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray, ignite the vision. Ignite the dream. Ignite the fight back in your people, I pray. In the name of Jesus. And let them know, Lord, that if they're on your side, they'll never lose. In Jesus' name. I thank you for it. Everybody shout amen. Look at three people and tell them I'm advancing to victory. Come on. I'm advancing to victory. Praise God. You can be seated in the name of Jesus. I want to welcome those of you that are watching today. I want to ask you that you'll watch all the way through this broadcast today. Don't turn it off prematurely if you would, please. Because we're going to, we're, the Lord has something to say, but we're going to continue to move with the Spirit. And you might receive your breakthrough towards the end and not towards the beginning. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to stop before I got mine. Matter of fact, that's a good, that's a good uh, word of faith right now. Lift one hand and say, in Jesus' name. I'll say it like you got the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. I won't quit until I receive all that God has for me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise for that right now. Glory be to God. Now, just give me a few moments, if you would, to, to, to lay a little bit of groundwork. Uh, the attacks, the attacks that are being launched at the church right now. Now, when I say the church, I'm not talking about the folk playing with God. I, I'm not talking about the people that, that, that just that have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the body of Christ, the attacks that are being launched at the church right now. I, I want you to listen very carefully as I set this up this morning. They, they, they have been designed, they have been orchestrated in such a way to stop the advancement of the church and to try to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. They, you, you need to know that what you're walking through right now has little to do with you. All of the attacks have their origins and powers from the very pits of hell. Regardless of what avenue they show up through, they are the devil's plans to try to stop the body of Christ. Hear me very clear. The attacks may come through persecution. They may come through uh, sickness. They may come through uh, fear tormenting your mind. But all of it is launched with a clear agenda. It is launched with a clear agenda in mind. And that agenda, hear this clearly, is to neutralize, to silence, 
watch this, and to cause the church to embrace a spirit of retreat. I'm going to say it again because the folk, some of the people didn't get enough caffeine this morning. It is launched with a clear agenda to neutralize the church. Let's get the church to put it in park. Oh, I'm going to talk this morning. I even, listen, I even wore my boots. I'm going to kick the devil straight up in his mouth this morning. I'm trying to tell you something. I didn't come to play with him today. It is designed to neutralize the church. It is designed to make the church shut up and quit preaching the gospel and proclaiming that Jesus is alive and well. And it is designed to cause the church to, to receive and embrace a spirit of retreat. But I have come as a watchman in the land and say not on our watch. We will declare a truth that defeats every power of hell. This plan is to ultimately marginalize the church and make it seem so insignificant that it can be compared to and viewed as just like the country club down the road. This attack from hell has been launched so it can marginalize the church in such a way that it can be viewed as the lodge down the road or as the knitting club down the road or as the drinking club down the road. But I've come to tell you, it cannot be viewed as that. He said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Hear me carefully on this. The spirit of retreat comes wrapped in deception. I'm going to try very clearly. Hear me very clearly on this. It comes wrapped in deception of a better good for humanity and a worldly timeline. The spirit of retreat comes wrapped in the deception of a better good for humankind and a worldly timeline. The church has forgotten about heaven. Oh, glory. I feel my help coming on right now. And watch this. In other words, let me clarify it for you. In other words, church, stop what you are called to do. For the safety of mankind on the earth, even if it compromises and jeopardizes their eternal destiny. Stop it, church. Because it's about our here and now, not our then and there. But I came to tell somebody, I'm just passing on through this place right now. And what I'm experiencing here ain't nothing compared to the glory that I shall experience up there. I'm just a pilgrim, and one day I'm going to see the king. I'm just setting it up. Y'all stay with me this morning. That belief is a deception from the pits of hell. Listen, if you want to help humanity on this earth, if you want to make it better, then preach the gospel more. 
the Bible says, if you want to make it better, listen, then gather yourselves together even more. Uh, he says, as you see the day approaching, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, but gather all the more. Why? Because there's a protection. There's an anointing. There's a glory. There's a power that's falling on you in a corporate setting. This will not only make things better here, but it's going to prepare you for there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We used to sing a song back in the old school. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Hallelujah. See, the church has forgotten about it. Church has forgotten about it. Churches, listen, do you understand? Let me preach to this section over here for a moment. Do you understand that while I've been preaching, about every three to four seconds, somebody has died and went to hell? Do you get that? Do you understand that? My God, it don't matter how good you make this place, this ain't nothing but a vapor. And it's gone compared to eternity. And I don't know about you, but when I get before the king, Pastor Antoine, I want to walk through the pearly gates and I want to see a bunch of people that I brought with me. I want to see people that bowed in their knee to Jesus. I want to get some golden crowns and I want to throw them at the feet of Jesus. I want to see family members. I want to see friends. I want to see enemies. I want to see them all up there. Hallelujah. I feel my help now. The spirit of retreat comes wrapped in the words, in, in the deception of a worldly timeline. What are you talking about? In other words, we, well, praise God. Here we go. We were told last year, this time, this time, we were told Shut the place down for a couple months and all this will be over. It's a year later and people still ain't opened their doors and ain't nothing changed. I came to tell you, church, you got to preach this gospel, whether there's a coronavirus, whether there's all kinds of mayhem, you got to preach this gospel, whether you're sick, whether you're healed, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're black, whether you're white, you got to preach this gospel. You got to preach it, man. Many in the body of Christ have been neutralized, compromised, and now they're in all-out retreat. All-out retreat. Have fabricated, built, and formed their lives all the way around them with the spirit of fear in mind. And wondering why there's no anointing, no power to set the captive free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm not here to throw rocks today. I'm here throwing ropes, church. I ain't trying to beat nobody down. I didn't come to kick you. I came to kick the devil. I'm not trying to push you into a hole. I'm trying to get you out of a hole because you need to realize you were called by God regardless of what you're facing on the outside. And that's who you will finally and one day give an answer to. I'm not here saying that I'm better than anyone. 
I'm not here saying, saying that everybody don't believe like me is backslidden and on their way to hell. I, I, I'm just here to deliver what I felt the whisper, the whisper of the Holy Ghost was last week. We were on our way out of town. I'm sitting there driving, and all of a sudden, this was whispered in my spirit. Listen carefully. Victory is in your advance, but your defeat is in your retreat. I'm driving down the road, and I said, what? The Holy Ghost said, victory is in your advance, but defeat is in your retreat. And while the church is bagging up, they have no idea what kind of ground you lost, and you have no idea what kind of defeat is happening in the body of Christ right now. Oh, don't allow the circumstances you face. Don't allow the pressure of worldly people and the fear of the enemy to cause you to retreat from the place God has called you to possess. Well, you, you, think, you think that we're just doing this without anybody saying nothing. You have no idea the persecution that's coming, that has come. You have no idea what's been said what we've been accused of. But I've come to the place to, to I, what did Apostle Paul say? I am fully persuaded. <laughs> I am fully persuaded that neither life nor death, nor things here nor things there, nor angels or principalities shall be able to separate me from the love that God has in my life. When I look through, I'm just stealing my introduction. Y'all stay with me now. Somebody pass the crackers out. Pass the cookies out. Pass whatever. Just be quiet while you eat them. When I look throughout the Bible, I can't find one plan of retreat. Man, I searched. I... I can't find one plan of retreat. So where did we get this mess from? Listen, I find a plan for revival. I find a plan for repentance. I find a plan for restoration, but I do not find any plan for retreat. Here, you can tweet this, whatever you want to do. The Holy Spirit has no reverse in mind. One man of God said that the Holy Spirit told him to build his garage and put a door on this side and put a door on the other side of it. He said, Holy Spirit, why'd you tell me to do that? He said, because I don't want your first action every morning backing up. He said, I want you to know what it's like that when you get in your car, I want you going forward because I have never called you to reverse. I have never called you to retreat. I have never called you to back up. I have never called you to bow to worldly pressure. I have called you as sons and daughters of the Most High God to carry the glory, to carry the promise, to carry the call, to carry the favor, and to carry the blessing. Yes. Can't find one, one plan of retreat. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good, not for disaster, 
I give you a future. Not a, not a past. If I want to go back there, I got to put it in reverse. He says, I give you plans for a future and for a hope. Glory be to God. Corey Tim Boone says, now listen carefully. I'm quoting her. She says, there are no problems with God, only plans. She said, there is no panic in heaven. God ain't got a problem. God's got plans. The church must say, Lord, what is your plan in the middle of all this? And let us walk with you, God. Hallelujah. Therefore, God has a plan to progress you, prosper you, and position you to advance in every situation. Everybody say every situation. God says, I'm so serious about this. I'm so serious about advancing you in every situation. He says, he says that I will take all things, everybody shout all things, and cause them to work for your good. Every disappointment, every setback, every attack, every heartbreak, every failure, every success, every win, every loss, I will take it all and I'll make it work for you. You just cannot go in backwards. You can't go in retreat. You got to advance. Man, you talking about in the middle of a pandemic, you're doing a tent awakening? Yes, sir. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Man, you're talking about in the, when everybody's shouting doom and gloom, you're going to put a Hope Farms campus down in Bainbridge, Georgia, so you can deliver other ladies from the power of hell? Yes, sir. Glory. Glory. Man, we don't have no retreat in mind, and neither should you. Neither should you. You don't let that spirit minister to you. It'll rob you of everything God has for you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, thanks be to God who sometimes, who, who, who most of the time. Now, the Bible says, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. So you might got kicked right now, but it's okay. God's going to mix it up and give you some victory on the other side of it. You just can't quit and back up. I'm done with my introduction. If you want a number, here's your number. Number one, probably won't get any further. Refuse to exchange the promises of God for the temptation to retreat. Joshua chapter one. I'm going to turn to it in my Bible today. I encourage you to do so. They're going to put it up on the screen, but I want you to, if you have your Bible with you, I want you to turn to it so you can see it with your own eyes. Joshua chapter 1, 
Verse 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, my servant, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all the people, uh, people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Verse 3, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, as I said to Moses. Verse 5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide an inheritance as the land as I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do all or do according to all that is all the law which the Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do all that according or that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage and do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go man that ain't no retreat plan that ain't no backing up I don't see no quitting that well, pastor, they said this. Yeah, but what did God say? Last time I checked in my Bible, it says, let every, it said, let God be true and let every man be a liar. When I read Joshua 1, listen, verses 3 through 9, there are some powerful promises in that. My God, if I wanted to, I could have took verses 3 through 9 and I could have preached and everybody up in here that's physically ill would have been shouting and dancing. There's tremendous, tremendous promises. He says, he says ain't no, ain't, there, there ain't going to be no enemy to defeat you. He says, if you can put your feet on it, I'll give it to you, man. Now, I felt the Holy Spirit say something to me on these scriptures that I've never heard anyone else say. The promises given in verses three through nine are dependent on the obedience in verse 2. The promises in verses 3 through 9, those promises were not given for the side that Joshua and them were on, the side of Jordan. They were given for the other side of Jordan. Ha, that means, Joshua, you don't have an option. If you want those promises, you got to go get them on the other side. You can't put it in reverse. You got to put it in forward. I have no retreat in mind. God told Joshua, every, every place that your feet tread upon, I'm going to give you. In other words, as long as you advance, you will possess. When you stop advancing, you stop possessing. When you stop advancing, you'll stop winning. As long as you advance, no man will be able to stand before you. I got something else to say. There are a lot, there's a lot coming against the body of Christ right now. Different places of worship are having to hear from God on what... He is saying to them and how they're to operate and minister during this unique time of, of, of our lives. 
But this is what I know. Regardless of what place of worship or what people are having to do, this is, I know for sure on this. God has not called any of his people to put the car in park. God is, let me say it like this, God ain't called Aaron one of you to bag up. Much, much of the church right now has embraced a mindset that says put the car in park until all this blows over. Where you find that in the Bible? Where's it at? It ain't in there. Hey, I got news for you. Unless this nation repents, it ain't blowing over. Unless this nation hits their knees, and I'm talking about the church, the government, and everybody, it ain't blowing over. It's here. So are you going to continue to stop advancing? Are you going to let God arise in you and let his enemies be scattered and say, come hell or high water, I'm going to do what God's called me to do. There ain't no reverse in this thing, man. Ain't no retreat. Don't allow the spirit of pause and retreat to overtake you. Well, you know, once, once this thing blows over, I'll get back in prayer meetings. Hey, sleeping church probably ain't blowing over. Well, you ought to be prophesying good. I'm just telling you, I want it to blow. I want the church to repent. I want the nation to repent. I want the government to hit their knees. But I came to tell you, if they don't, it ain't going nowhere. Wake up! And realize that God has called you to do this thing regardless of what you're facing. Oh, hallelujah. God has called you to this. Well, pastor, what if I die doing this? The apostles did. Hey, have, have you not, you know, is there, there's a verse in there that, that Jesus put in there. He said, if you want to be my disciple, you have to forsake all. He said, even your own life. Pick up your cross and follow after me. And he said, you know what? If one day you do die doing this thing, he said, I got a special place for you. It's right at the foot of my altar. And it's called the martyrs that turn around and gave me glory in the face of all their opposition. I got people looking at me like I done stole their puppy. I don't want no more dogs. He's still there. I just need you to understand. 
you got to realize, I, I look around this building. Man, there's a, man, look what God has done for you. Look what God has invested in you. Look at what God has put inside of you. And God didn't do that for you to turn around and stick, the, stick this thing in retreat, church. My God, let me tell you something. It, is there anybody in here, don't lift your hand if you believe this, but is there anybody in here that does not believe we're in the end of times? Well, if you believe that, then we should even be more aggressive. We should even be more passionate. We should be even more acting out on what God has told us. I ain't talking about being prideful. I'm not talking about being boastful. I'm not talking about being haughty. I'm turning around saying, listen, there ain't but one answer on this earth, and he is Jesus Christ and him alone, and you've got to tell them about it. Oh, glory. We shall see the king when he comes. Oh, he's coming in his power. He's going to hail the blessed hour. Oh, we shall see the king when he comes. Oh, we shall see the king. Ha! We shall see the king. We shall see the king when he comes. Hey, he's coming in his power. Hey, gonna hail the blessed hour. Ha! We shall see the king when he comes. We shall see him. Glory be to God. Pastor, man, we in revival. I didn't expect you to break my toes like this. I, listen, I promise you, I'm not against you. I'm for you. If you only knew the promises that you were compromising and forfeiting. If you only knew the land that had your name on it. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor, stop doing this. Stop doing that. Why? Anybody got a good reason, an eternal reason? I'm not talking about a reason on the earth. Anybody got an eternal reason? Well, I ain't thought about that. I know that's what I'm trying to drive in you. The church has forgotten about eternity. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for this right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just felt like God said pause for a minute, son. Just stop for a minute. You see, if you only knew the temptation, you think you have temptations to, to, to back up? You ought to be leading hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people right now. With the threats of 
They're putting pastors in jail because they won't conform. Hey, have you read the Bible that says do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Come on, somebody shout advance. Shout advance. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do. And we're going to kick the devils out of the people while we're doing it in Jesus' name. Glory. Who needs a healing? Stand up. Stand up. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands, man. In the name of Jesus. I command you to be healed right now. I command you. I speak to the mountain. Be removed and cast into the sea and receive right now the healing of the Lord as a testimony of Jesus Christ and the word of the living God. Now God let oil flow from the crown of her head down to the soles of her feet and heal every part of her right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, Pastor? God said, pause for a minute. There's folk don't believe what you're saying. He said, I'm fitting to... I'm fixing to display some stuff. <laughs> I'm fixing, I'm about to start doing some stuff that's going to show them that what I'm, what's being said here is the word of the living God, that this ain't man, but this is God speaking. Sir, stay standing up. God's got something for you. Pharaoh, in the name of Jesus. I loose the healing of the Lord over your life right now. And I break the powers of darkness and I break the plan of hell and I loose over you the word of God. Be healed now and made whole in the name of Jesus. We release it. I loose it over you right now in the power of the Holy Ghost. I need, I need a few of my altar workers to get behind each person standing real quick. Now, Lord, for the glory of Jesus Christ, for the name of Jesus, for the name of Jesus, heal every one of them right now. Every single one of them, regardless of what it is, be healed in the name of Jesus right now. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Now, whatever you couldn't do, whatever you couldn't do, you'd start doing it by faith and watch what God's about to do. There's, be healed in the name of Jesus right now. Right now, just do it. 
Right now, just do it. Let God be glorified. Let God be glorified. In the name of Jesus, I lose healing from one end of this building to the other. From the side to side, front to back, top to bottom. Every disease, every sickness, every infirmity, every pain. You go in the name of Jesus right now. them and let them go. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus. 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 I said be healed right now by the power of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, hit right now. Come on, if you couldn't do something when you walked in that you can now, you just start doing it and give God some glory. And give God some glory. There's one other thing God's about to do right now. I've seen in my prayer time this morning, God said, I'm going to set people free from torment. I'm going to set people free from torment. People have been tormented by all kinds of demons, tormented by the past. Some of you have been tormented by your feelings. You're led by your feelings. And you, it's been trapping you in, 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 the, in the very cages of hell. And God said, I'm loosening over this place today a chain-breaking anointing. Uh, I'm loosening over this place an anointing today that's going to set the captives free in the name of Jesus. He said, stand up and preach the word and ask people to begin to be set free. I'm going to watch the chains fall off of folk today. So if you've been experiencing torment in your dreams, you've been experiencing torment in your mind, if you've been experiencing torment from all kinds of powers of darkness, stand up real quick right now in Jesus' name. Lift your hands if you're physically able. Now in the name of Jesus, command in the authority of the name of Jesus I command every demonic spirit right now shut up and go now in Jesus name loose them and let them go let them go let them go your sleep shall be sweet from this point forward. There shall be no more torment in your dreams. There shall be no more, no more torment, no more deception in the name of the Lord Jesus. Right now, them chains are falling off of you right now. If that's you, just begin to shake your hands as a sign of God doing something in your life and freeing you in the name of Jesus. And when you sense those chains fall off, you need to give God a shout and you need to praise him because your victory is in your praise right now. It's happening. Listen, to you, if you really sense God done something, you need to praise him. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Come on, y'all stay with me for a minute now. I don't know if you know what we just entered into. But this is one of the moments where God says, hey, ask. And you shall receive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I know there's, this is like a real general thing, but in God's eyes, it's not. You've been diagnosed with cancer. It just keeps bubbling up in my spirit. You've been diagnosed with cancer, some kind of form of cancer. And God's wanting to touch you today. Is there anybody in here? I, I know I sense it in my spirit, but... I'm, I'm going I'm to just ask you if, you if it's you to come down I want to lay hands on you where are we at on the camera in the name of Jesus I also rebuke cancer from anybody watching right now in the name of Jesus let them go right now be healed the son of righteousness shall rise with healings in his wings and he has come and he is healing the Bible says he sent his word to heal you receive the word of God right now in Jesus name I'm going to give that about 10 more seconds. It's okay. You don't have to come down. God will still touch you, but I just felt like what the Holy Spirit told me. There is no retreat. There is no retreat. We're not backing up, church. And there's one other thing that I feel circulating. You want to know what to stop the move of God? hurt and offense and religion you got to get it out of the way church you can't keep this God is telling you today get it out of the way forgive and let it go Whoever I'm talking to, forgive and let it go. In the name of Jesus, forgive and let it go. Now, if you've been dealing with a heartbreak, you've been dealing with an offense, you've been dealing with that, I want you to stand up right now in Jesus' name. Just stand up. Lift your hands. Say, Jesus. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, for holding offense. I forgive anyone and everyone that has harmed me. I release them now, and I ask you, Jesus, forgive them. I bless them in Jesus' name. Now you're about to be set free. Oh, Jesus. Well, I really don't know where to go now. Praise God. Let's just, let's just stand in the presence of the Lord. Lift your hands all over this place.
Jesus Christ looked at a cross. He looked at that cross. He knew what it was going to cost. He knew the pain that he was about to endure. He knew the mocking. He knew the ridicule. He knew it all. And he didn't retreat. He looked at it and said, for this purpose I have come. And he advanced towards that cross. And he didn't do it for him. He did it for us. He ran to that cross. He didn't retreat from it. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Jesus, grant it today. For your name's sake. Lord, we as a body, we as a church, give ourselves to you, God. Lord, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what the future holds, but we do know this, God. We are committed to advancing the kingdom. We're committed to preaching the gospel. We're committed, Lord, to being holy sacrifices, living sacrifices for your kingdom, God. That's what we're committed to, God. We will not retreat. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for it. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.